Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody just real quick before the show started uh this is steve and i just wanted to let you know for all the latest information on our podcast Hit us up on Twitter at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict, uh, basically... Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies With a one last plot holes a gratuitous It's time to get busy with your friend These are Hugo's Pussycats. Hugo takes good care of his pets. He loves his cats and feeds them a very special recipe. Why did you stop? I found the right piece for my collection. He had the most original and unusual collection in the world. I'm going to show you something that only two people in the world know about. Terrible, terrible news. Why's that? This was shot in 1972. All those cats oh, are dead now. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Steve! Yeah! I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy! And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from movies. movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight! <laughs> we are starting off Cattober <laughs> with 1972's The Night of a Thousand Cats. <laughs> Which we watched... 
99.999% because of the main actor's name, which we will get to in a minute. <laughs> oh, that's true. But first, we are far too sober for this. We are. What do you got to drink, babe? I have, just like Steve's about to have for this movie, Ugh. an Endless Rant IPA from Adam Carolla. 6.2% alcohol by volume. What's the brewery? Like Fisher or something? Um, King Harbor? King maybe? Harbor Brewing. Smooth from start to finish. I like to make a statement and then another and another and another. Just like me. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't settle when it comes to cars, politics, music, or beer. So I set out to create a great brew to fuel barstool arguments and tailgate pontification while still embarking on the classic citrus notes of a West Coast IPA. Hence Adam Carolla's Endless Rant IPA, the beer that makes a statement. And this is from the uh, inaugural batch. (laughs) Steve, uh, Steve purchased a case of it. And in one of our moves, it got misplaced. But it's been cold lagering for three, four years. Something like that. Oh, why, hello, Pickles. <gasps> Night of a thousand meow meows. Night of a single dumb cat. Come on up here. Come on, dumb dumb. Oh, <laughs> he's he's going like, to wait. He's like, wait, I'm gonna you guys pop. want me to be there. I'm going to pop my top. Oh, shit. Um, something. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> oh, where's the garbage can? It's over here. So now that we got some beer out of that there uh, bottle bomb. <laughs> so uh, it is a bit foamy. It actually <laughs> does still have a pine, a very, uh, not not super piney, but does still have some piney aroma, mm. a little malty. Steve's going in for the taste. Oh yeah, foams right up. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is like a brute. Very dry. Oh yeah. Very piney. Um, it's not bad at all, yeah, though. Yeah, not, not unpleasant at all. It's yeah. a little bit floral. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad for a three-year-old IPA. Yeah, so uh, I guess a manless ran IPA. Lose it for about four years. <laughs> Cold lager in a basement that stays around 60 degrees. Mm-hmm. And you'll basically have a brewed IPA. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Steve, why... Did we watch Night of a Thousand Cats? Why did we bump another cat movie from our lineup to put this front and center? Well, for one, we knew it existed now. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, oh, goodbye, whatever you were. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's from writer-director Rene Cardona Jr. Who's he, Steve? Well, he's made over 100 movies in Mexico from 1964 up until 2002. Woo! Um, some you may have heard of or, you know, seen on Rift Tracks or Mystery Science Theater 3000, like, uh, uh, Tintorera, the Killer Shark. Yeah. Uh, Treasure of Doom or Treasure of the Amazon, whatever version you might have seen it. <laughs> um, Beaks, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> totally not ripoffs of, you know, Jaws, Romancing the Stone or Birds. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, he's the writer director of this movie as well. And of course, this movie stars Anjanette Comer as Kathy. Oh, hey, Kathy. Oh, that's uh, a little girl. That's, oh, yeah. Uh, but of course, the main lead of this movie yes. uh, is Hugo Stiglitz. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Obviously, Tarantino's seen this movie Babe, as well. Have you heard of Hugo Stiglitz? I. Everybody in the German army's heard of Hugo Stiglitz. 
The reason for Hugo Stiglitz's celebrity among German soldiers is simple. As a German enlisted man, he killed 13 Gestapo officers. Instead of putting him up against the wall, the high command decided to send him back to Berlin to be made an example of. Needless to say, once the bastards heard about him, he never got there. I seem to recall that that is a character from a movie. Who's Hugo Stiglitz, Steve? Well, apparently he's a real person too, not just Till Schweiger <laughs> in, in Glorious Bastards. Um... <laughs> But yeah, he started like a like a hundred different things. Uh, a lot of them, you know, Rene Cardona's movies. But yeah, he plays the lead of. Wait for it, Hugo. Yeah. Oh, but babe, Night of a Thousand Cats. Night of a Thousand Cats. So we start out. We're basically looking at like the mass of a couple ships, and it pans down, and then we see Wolverine and some random chick just making out on a pier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the credits start to roll. <laughs> uh, we get like shots of a lake and waves lapping on a beach. And... <laughs> oh yeah, and then the couple people just face down in bed in their underwear or less. And <laughs> yeah, oh, there are some tan lines. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah, and then they like wake up to like ride their horses. I don't know, twenty feet out into the ocean, <laughs> and then right back out. And it's like, yeah, just. It's how, it's how we wash horses out here. No big deal. Oh, and they play the uh, the silent game of Marco Polo. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's when the <laughs> that, that's when the music just sort of stops. It sort of pitters out, and yeah. then it's just <laughs> yeah. the <laughs> The sound in this movie is pretty horrible. By it's the way, awful. it is available on uh, Amazon Prime for two dollars for a seven day rental, and it's sixty two minutes long, so you can watch it several times if <laughs> yeah. you like. But the sound is all over the place. Like, it seems like it's, like, just edited poorly. <laughs> yeah. So we get a, the sound of the game of Marco Polo with plenty of boobs and ass shots. And uh, then we cut to uh, the girl saying, I want to stay with you. And he goes like, I want you to stay with me too. In a crystal cage. Like, what? Looking through, I'm so confused. Looking through those giant ass brandy sifters he seems right? to have everywhere. <laughs> Oh my god, these brandy sniff- sniffers are like comically oversized brandy <laughs> sniffers. They're, they're fucking huge. They're like 10 gallon fish tanks, they basically. They really are. And then we smash cut to them in a helicopter <laughs> flying over Acapulco. See, I thought it was Mexico City when we were watching it, but that's what, apparently what Acapulco looks oh, like. Oh, alrighty. Yeah. And then after, I don't know, three or four minutes of riding along a helicopter looking at Acapulco... Uh, they landed a, a monastery <laughs> just out in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, I don't know, this like eunuch monk guy, we uh, come to find out his name is, a uh, Gor- Gorgo? Gorgo. Gorgo. Uh, he wait, answers the oh, door. Oh, wait, or is Gorgo the goat man from, uh, Manos Hands of Fate? Or is, it could be both. Could be both. We'll probably. call him Gorgo. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, this is this bald eunuch guy. <laughs> he, he answers the gate and it's like, oh, oh. Uh, oh, opens the he door. frightens me. Like, 
uh, don't worry about Gorgo. He's the uh, best best assistant one anyone could ask for or some shit. I inherited him when I inherited the monastery. Oh, that's, that's right. It was run by Benedictine, Benedictine nuns and, uh, until my family purchased it 150 years ago. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Oh. So does this mean Gorgo's 150 years old? Or? And you forget the best line. He's as faithful as a cat. And yes! I, and I wrote down, <laughs> that is not a saying for a reason. <laughs> He will kill you in your sleep. That's faithful as a cat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they have a nice little lovely dinner with plenty of brandy out of fish bowls. And, uh, yeah. and he's like, after dinner, I want you to meet so- oh, someone. What did yes. they have for dinner? What did they have for dinner? Fish? Just meat. Oh, that's right. <laughs> meat is Gorgo's specialty. But yeah, you, try some. Just eat it, this lump of meat it, we're plopping on it, your plate. It looked like a fucking like like a sweet potato or something. It did. Like <laughs> it's like that that's meat? Did you get that at a gas station or something? Is Acapulco, you get meat where you can find it. Is a rata. No. Is <laughs> squirrel. Uh, but yeah, she's about to uh dive into her dinner. A white cat jumps out of nowhere and goes for her meat. <laughs> And uh, Hugo is not giving a shit about oh, that. Oh, Jesus. He's like, hey! Grabs it by, like, the neck and just, like, starts, like, Flopping shaking it around. around. Like, no, we don't do that. Okay, I will put you to say this right now. This movie is not, uh, not, not Humane Society approved. Oh, no. There's a lot of cat throwing that happens. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Steve was very happy at certain parts of this movie. Like, yeah. Like, about to come up. He, in, like, one take, walks down the hall with this wiggling live cat and chucks it over a fence. <laughs> like like a 30-foot fence. Oh, yeah. Into a pin where there's, I don't know, a hundred stray cats. I'm it's assuming. a thousand cats, Steve. It's yeah. night of a yeah, thousand. Yeah, I yes, totally like, counted all of them. It's they totally a thousand. They were mostly little kittens and they had little fat, squishy faces. And one of them looked like little Caster Troy. Yeah, and did you guys hear that trailer and how fucking annoying that was? Meow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's half of the movie. They cut scenes of dialogue just to throw that in for like a second or two. The other half of this movie is helicopter shots, which yeah. we're about to get to. Yeah, between helicopter droning with a little, uh, the a soundtrack that sounds a lot like the, the most interesting man commercials. It's true. It's true. <laughs> By the way, I wonder if Hugo Stiglitz is still around and could be, oh, <laughs> could be the new most interesting sold, man in the world. Sold. With the shades and everything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so he shows the the girl uh, this giant pin that he threw the cat into, like, oh yes, these are my friends. They came with the monastery and blah 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 blah. Uh, then he takes her to the trophy room to show off his prize kills, for he's also an avid hunter. Yeah, well, yeah. he had his grandfather's uh, wildlife on the walls. He collects oh, something a little right. more interesting. That's right. That's right. Only two people in the world know about my collection. That's right. He's got like the, the giant polar bear and like boars yeah. and elk and stuff. Yeah, he up. thinks his grandfather may have uh, enjoyed gutting them more than killing them. Mm-hmm. Getting up in them guts. Yeah. Wait, what? Uh, but then there's a table with um, another thing selection on display. Babe, what, what, what would you say was being shown off there? Oh, yeah. So we turn around and there are small... 
uh, brandy snifters full of human heads. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the heads, I mean, when, when he says, oh, don't worry, they're wax, I'm like, oh yeah, like at best, like it's paper mache floating in something. It's yeah, not... they're not... <laughs> Ah, but he's lying. (laughs) Or we'll find out later, I guess. But uh, he goes like, hey, relax, baby. You're with me now. And starts making out with her. (laughs) They start making there right in the middle of the headroom. And then, ha! Starts choking the shit out of her and putting her on the ground. It's like, oh, oh, what's happening now? No, this is... (laughs) (laughs) What a twist! Uh, Yeah, chokes her out. Smash cut to fresh meat to toss to the cats. Yeah. <laughs> Babe, how would you describe that scene? Uh, he is wearing a bathrobe and nary much else <laughs> and is gently tossing small nuggets of meat to little kitties. <laughs> Apparently they just ground From... her into sausage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention, he's standing a hundred feet above the cat pits yeah. and chucking it down to them. <laughs> yeah. It, it it's like uh it's like when a dictator is like throwing coins or something off yeah. of a balcony <laughs> just kind of like ha my kitties enjoy <laughs> oh and then uh gorgo takes the uh what we assume is the lady's body to the furnace except but, for there shouldn't be that much left if the cats are eating all the meat yeah there wasn't much of her to start with other than them yeah <laughs> Them titties definitely got fed to them kitties. Yeah, Kitty titties! Good old breast meat. <laughs> yeah, then we get a nice little 10 minute uh, scene of Hugo in a helicopter. Okay, so there's a. <laughs> he's flying around the helicopter looking for his next victims. Um, so the first one he sees is he's like flying over like this penthouse of this like high rise or whatever, and there's a girl just chilling on a swimming pool. Mind you, he's in a helicopter yeah. and just drops to about 10 feet above the swimming pool <laughs> and like watching inside of like her bedroom or whatever, like as she's changing or, or I think the first time she's like out having a drink, but then like answering the phone and then he, he's just standing out there just like looking at her, checking her like, Hey, hey. and then he flies away. <laughs> yeah. He does this a bunch of times. He bunch just of times. goes around checking out chicks, sunbathing topless in his helicopter. Yeah nonchalantly yeah then he goes like out into the country a little bit and there's there's a little girl (laughs) in a swimming pool like a (laughs) like a palatial estate and and he's like looking down at her what did you say as soon as little girl oh oh my god it's little girl from uh uh con air (laughs) don't fall for it hugo (laughs) she's the most dangerous one yeah but yeah he like goes down there and the mom comes out and is like yeah come on in dear gee this guy with the helicopter, by the way, he's like, t- again, 10 feet like off the ground just watching him. <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, you're making it mildly windy out here. We should go inside. <laughs> and then he flies off. And then they do that a couple times. And then, uh... oh, and every once in a while, like while this is going on, it'll cut to the cats. And then back to him flying in the helicopter. Meanwhile, uh... oh, yeah, then he goes back like to monastery or whatever that night. And he's like playing chess with Gorgo. <laughs> But obviously, Gorgo doesn't know what he's doing, so he's like, ha ha, checkmate again, bitch. And then he goes back to the little girl's place, and the mom comes out, and uh, yeah, they like r- runs off again, goes to the penthouse, and mm-hmm. the, the penthouse girl is like into it. She's yeah. like, yeah, call me, this is my number. Call me. 42535. 42534. 
No, four, two, five, three, five. This is a long scene. Yeah, it goes on for like two or three minutes, and then like the third time back and forth, they're like, all right, got it. <laughs> uh, but yes, when he's not being super stealthy by stalking somebody in a helicopter, <laughs> what what other vehicle does he use to stalk people? The motorcycle. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you, you remember watching this movie, right, babe? I do, but I mostly remember cats. <laughs> The important stuff. The important yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. I was trying to picture a thousand cats. <laughs> yes, he rides a chariot of a thousand yes. cats. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he's like on his motorcycle and he's like stalking the little girl outside of the school. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What is happening? Uh, but I then the mom's know. out there and sees him and it's like, oh, okay, start calling the cops now. This is what you do. Or no way, I don't think she realizes it like when she's picking her up and like she drives yeah. off and of course he's following her like in the motorcycle. I was waiting for her to like pull up alongside her door and like start revving the engine or right? something. Like, hey, remember me? I'm not in a helicopter anymore. <laughs> Call me. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And then he like uh parachute drops that uh the doll for the little girl. Oh yes. And the mom's like, Oh, he's so oh. nice. Oh, and dad's gonna go away for a month like a week or a month oh. at a time. Yeah, that's right. That's when we first see them, like the dad's gone for like a week or whatever yeah. and then I'll be back as soon as I'm done talking to the Dutch president or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm crazy. And then right after the doll's dropped off, smash cut to him in bed with the mom back at yeah. the monastery, like balls deep. Oh, Again, yeah. in this like bedroom that's like in the middle of the the trophy room with like all the heads on the wall and yeah. carcasses and <laughs> oh yeah oh every time they stop fucking she's definitely looking around like okay this is a little weird but oh, while fucking like she's like not even reacting to it she's just kind of like yeah get out of the way i'm trying to look at all this crazy shit on the right? wall <laughs> steve we need to redesign our bedroom no we don't um <laughs> uh, yeah. Steve, would would you fuck a girl if you got to her room and she's taking her top off and there were hundreds of taxidermied animals on the wall? Now, when you say hundreds, <laughs> no. I mean it's a palatial estate. She's brought you back to an abandoned. Monster. I mean, yeah, I probably would. I can focus. <laughs> and then as soon as I'm done, it's like so long, have fun at the zoo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, oh yeah, so they have a little little post-coital brandy, as mm-hmm. is tradition. As is tradition, out of a, out of a goldfish bowl. Out of a goldfish bowl. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm going to show you a collection that only two people know about. Ooh. Yeah, follow me into my rape dungeon. Uh, my basement. Okay. What, what Shit. Was that so- Someone's that? knocking at the door. Fuck! Oh, okay. All right, I'll, uh, I'll be right back. I'll take care of this. I'll All take right, care I'm of just going to keep drinking brandy. What is it? I'm a doctor. My car broke down down the street. Uh, could I possibly use your phone? Or is there some way you could help me? No, no, there's nothing for you here. Go away. Nothing for you. Oh, okay. Is there like a neighbor nearby? And then the girl like kind of runs up behind him and is like, who is it? Oh, yes. You know, I, I should probably be going. My my daughter is also alone. I hit my daughter's home alone. Yeah. Wait, your five-year-old is home alone? Five-year-old daughter's this home alone. This is going to be a reoccurring problem for this mom. She's floating face down in the pool. <laughs> God willing. Right. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, the mom leaves. Um, and he's like, can I at least use your phone, please? Like, all right, come on in. And then uh, he's like walking towards the house. And then uh, Hugo says to Gorgo, Gorgo, the cats are hungry. 
Smash cut to Gorgo throwing another body in the furnace, <laughs> wrapped in a rug. Yeah, ooh, and the doctor's bag. bag in the doctor's bag. Oh, Hunter that's right, with the stethoscope. Up, he opens yeah. up the, the doctor's bag, takes out the stethoscope, chucks everything else in the in the incinerator. And he's like playing with like, He's as loyal as a cat. Yeah. Speaking is... of cats, hello, Pickleless Cage. Hello, my fateful cat. How do you feel after your victorious win on Twitter? <laughs> uh, the dad comes home, like like he's like, Again, stalking the family, uh, stalking the girl and the mom. Yeah, and on sees motorcycle. The on the motorcycle, sees the dad comes home. And then he's like, all right, boop, on to the next one. And then... <laughs> Where's that penthouse girl? Right. By the way, I dig the Hugo Stiglitz. He's not a terrible looking man, but he's yeah. definitely of the 70s. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got the full, like, like yeah. Wolverine beard. and like. No, oh, he oh, totally he's got the looks like Wolverine. On and, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, a svelte young man. Yeah, he's got the swimmer bod. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do just love that this is one of those universes where nobody can resist him. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. This is when he get, we get the flashback the to flashback him. The flashback to him. the one woman he loved. That's right. His uh, blonde, big-breasted woman uh, yeah. shooting pheasants. Yeah. And, uh... And basically, he's like, oh, uh, Barbarella, or whatever the fuck her name was. <laughs> we'll call her Barbarella. Yeah, Barbarella sounds good. He's like, I've never met a woman like you. I'll be right back. There's something I want to give you. And so he, like, walks into the, the monastery. Because they're just, like, in the field, I guess, near the monastery yeah. or whatever. And Gorgo's like, huh? Huh? With, like, like no, a hatchet? No, not her, Gorgo. Not her. And then he just huh? walks on. And then Gorgo's just like following her around and she's like, what is this creepy fucker? And then he starts walking, following her a little faster. And so she starts running in those goddamn go-go boots yeah. she was hunting in, apparently. Every, you gotta <laughs> hunt in your hunting go-go boots. Yeah, so we get this nice little slow-mo chase and she's like, And we see Hugo inside the monastery and he's pulling out like this old, old-ass like engagement ring and probably like a... It's been in my family for generations, yeah. whatever kind of thing. And then, uh, long story short, Gorgo corners her, and then, boop, she's dead. Bloop. Head in a jar. <laughs> oh no, it's, uh, he goes back out shooting, he shoots another pheasant as Gorgo is slaying her, and then when, oh, he go, like and then when Hugo the goes to look for her, Gorgo's proudly bringing the body to him. Like, hey, look what I got. It's like, like I'm, a, a I'm like one of those bird cat. dogs. Like yeah. a faithful cat. Uh, fucking cat. Killing, destroying things you love and then bringing it to you. Yep. Uh, so yeah, so another body for the furnace. <laughs> Um, and then we smash cut to the mom coming back to the monastery, getting brammed yeah. in the bed in the trophy room. Boom, 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 and boom. I've written down, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently he's, uh, he's got that irresistible D. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to the daughter's room and this was weird. This was weird. Cause we go from mom getting plowed yeah. with taxidermy heads to like. Fucking t- toy horses and puppies and yeah, shit. Yeah, unicorns and shit. The girl's like, oh, I think I hear something. Cat's fucking pouncing <laughs> on her. <laughs> <laughs> and then the mom waking up in bed. Oh, oh God, it was a dream. Oh, oh. And then I've written down, wait, is this the penthouse chick or the mom? I don't, I don't understand right? what's going on. Yeah, well, because they're both just like dark haired, kind yeah. of wafy. Oh, and like, and like this one, it, she had like curly, poofy kind of hair, and 
Yeah, I don't know. I think it was the mom woke up like at home. Because then the next scene was Hugo hanging out with the uh, the penthouse chick. Yes. And this is where we have what I like to call the teleporting conversation. Yeah. Because they're having the stupidest fucking conversation ever where it's like, ah, I'm glad you came back for me. Of course I would come back. Yeah, you're the greatest, Dio. You're such a great person, Hugo. Yeah, you're not bad yourself, chick. By the way, every single... Every my favorite customer. Yeah. And also picture <laughs> this. Every single line of dialogue by either person, it's a different scene. It's like it's in a different room. It, yeah, it's like they're in the bedroom and then like, oh, I'm glad you came back, Hugo. Then it's them in the swimming pool. Of course I was going to come back. Wait, yeah. are you continuing the conversation from fifteen minutes ago before you changed and got in the pool? And then like the next scene they're like lounging on the side of the pool and it's So where are we gonna do the rest of our day? <laughs> And then back to Hugo, like, on the helicopter, I thought we'd go for a flight. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Babe, let's reenact this. I'm glad you came back for me. All right, hold on. Let's go up to the kitchen real quick. Okay. Are you hungry? Oh, wait. <laughs> of course I would come back for you. Hold on. I have to put my bathing suit on. Uh, should we use the pool? Over here. Okay. Let's set up this shot. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Oh, man. It's such a beautiful day. What are we going to do today? Splash, splash, splash. Wait, let me change out of my bathing suit. No, no, no. Quick, hop in the helicopter. Let's get up there and then we can continue our conversation. Here, put on this headset so you can hear me talking. What? You want me to put on the headset? I thought we would go for a little flight. Aren't we already doing that? <laughs> Playing chess at the monastery <laughs> 45 minutes later with a brandy sifter <laughs> made in a fishbowl. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's a goldfish good. bowl of brandy. Yeah. See, I think they're like lounge at the side of the pool and a uh, uh, penthouse chick gets a call and it basically like she has to go see her sugar daddy who pays for the apartment. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then uh, her little white cat comes walking up by Hugo who's still sit- still in the pool. And Hugo starts petting the little cat, grabs the back of its neck, and drowns that motherfucker in the pool until it starts stops kicking. <laughs> and Steve's like, "I'm in." But uh, but yeah. So then we cut back to the monastery. Um, Hugo's going through a rough time because his penthouse chick has a side chick. Uh, has, or a side ha- chick? Ha- has a has a sugar daddy. Another sugar daddy. Uh, the mom has her family, and so she's not visiting much anymore. Oh, he's just not getting that poon. And he's so mad because he was so ready to give it all up for that blonde chick, but then Gorgo had to go and kill her. Goddamn Gorgo. So what happens, babe? Gorgo! The cats are hungry. Huh? Ah! Gorgo gets thrown to the motherfucking cats. And then there's the scene where Hugo and some chick are on the beach. And this yes. is where I have written again, which chick is this? Is this a new chick? Because they're know. all kind of brunette. I, this, I think, I think this know. was the one that had like the curly, poofy hair. Because okay. she gets like the cut on her leg. Yes. That's obviously like, I don't know, lipstick like drawn on her leg or something. But uh, but he like touch, touches it and like, mmm, blood. Let's go back to the monastery. I'm hungry. Okay, cool. Uh, why don't you hop on my boat here? We can cut across the lake. 
Okay. Is this where we're stopping? I'm still hungry. Uh, yeah. We are still hungry. He starts re- reaching for this little trident in the boat. Uh, oh, what is it? Ah, I'm gonna get oh, you! Oh my god, I'm gonna jump in the water! Ah, fuck, I missed! Alright, now I gotta chase after her. Ah, she's on the land! Slow down! Slow down! I'm not I'm not through talking to you! How are you possibly running faster than me? You're because in heels and I have a swimmer's mod. <laughs> because you smoke! <laughs> Fuck, that's right. Too much brandy. And You're not supposed to smoke the brandy! And then for some reason she jumps back into the lake. Yeah. And of course he just like dives right in as like a fucking fish and like instantly like yeah. grabs her and yes, just starts drowning her like a cat. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> so then, well... What's he going to do with the rest of his day? But fly around his helicopter and pick up the little girl. Yeah. Uh-oh. This movie's about to yeah. get dark. Taking her out to the monastery. And so then the mom comes home. Kathy? Yes. Kath- uh, Has everybody seen Kathy? Kathy, are you here? And I'm like, Kath. Oh, God. The girl's name is Kathy. Yes. She's uh, a little cat. <laughs> Have you seen my daughter? Last time I saw her, she was playing with my cat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, just just as she's about to freak out and call the cops or whatever, she hears the helicopter outside. Carol Ann? Carol Ann? Carol Ann? (laughs) And then Hugo throws the little girl out of the helicopter. No, he he totally just like uh, lands the helicopter. The girl comes running out. Hey, Mommy, Uncle Hugo. (laughs) Your boyfriend's way more fun than Daddy. Boyfriend's much better kisser than daddy. What? No. And much girthier, too. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a bird that just won't quit. <laughs> I know, honey. <laughs> yeah. And then smash cut to the mom back at the monastery. Woo! And I'm like, Jesus, give her time to call a fucking babysitter. <laughs> no, Kathy is fine on her own, obviously. True. She has a cat to play with. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Not like the penthouse chick. So yeah, the mom's back in the monastery, and Hugo wants to uh, finish what we started the other night. I want to show you this collection that only one person knows about. You told me the other night there were two. That's right. There were two. Gogo had to go act like a bitch. Did you enjoy uh, your dinner? I, I did. Mm. You were very good at cooking meat. What kind of meat was that? So here's my collection room. Oh, oh, look, you got a bear and, like, I think some seagulls over there. Yeah, what's Definitely in those, a couple of pheasants. What's, what's in those fish tanks over there? Is that more brandy? I do like brandy. Oh, my God, that's Gorgo. Yes, it is Gorgo. Uh, and now I found someone who will also be in my collection. The uh, perfect piece. No! No! I was right, she, like, throws the fish bowl at him with the brandy sniff the brandy sniff yeah, yeah. and it cuts his cheek yeah it cuts his cheek so now he's bleeding like, ah bitch and he starts chasing her through the monastery yeah. oh she finds the the cage with the cat oh yeah ah. and the cats are just like meow meow food <laughs> meow and then yeah they like uh i was right hugo he, has like a machete or something and like takes a sw- oh no he has that trident thing yeah, yeah he pulls one of the uh, like lance off the wall yeah. and throws it at her but she ducks and so it cuts a big hole in the cat cage in the net, releasing yeah. kitty and oh no the cats are freed ah. ah you fool you've banished us all she starts running down the stairs and yeah. then she spends 
45 minutes trying to figure the goddamn lockout. Yeah. Oh, God. She's, it's like it's a... <laughs> it's, it's, it's a like, Simpsons bit. Yeah. It's a Simpsons bit. It's totally like like if you're in a fucking escape room or whatever, and it's like, okay, oh, there's probably a key for this lock, but where could it be? Oh, maybe it's under this rock in this hole in the wall of the monastery. Yeah. Okay, now I got the lock off. Now I gotta, okay, now I gotta you turn gotta this crank. Turn the crank and, I, and flip the switch. And... I gotta answer the three riddles. Oh. <laughs> uh... Meanwhile, there, there's what you call the cascade of kittens down the stairs. And then uh, Hugo starts attacking, and you know she starts like fighting back. Like I, like, can't, you know, she grabs like a candlestick holder or something, like fighting them off. Yeah. And then the cats catch up with them. And then, and then there's the wonderful scene where, because because they're like attacking her and they attack Hugo because he has the cut on his cheek and so they yeah, want, they want the, the blood. blood. And it's just a bunch of cats being thrown at the camera and like tossed down the stairs. Oh my god, and, there's so much cat throwing that happens right here. And thrown at the girl and like smacking at, against the wall and like running off. Thrown at the camera constantly. Like there's probably somewhere a super clip of just 10 minutes of cats getting chucked at a camera <laughs> jesus in mexico man oh uh, but yeah eventually she does get the gate open and then uh like runs to her car and gets yeah. in it and drives off oh but it won't start at first <laughs> she takes off into the night but you fool you've left the gate open now the cats are running through throughout Capoco of the first of blood. Yeah, but then we uh, cut back to the the trophy room where it's got all the heads, and there's a hundred thousand cats in there just meowing away. One of them should have been licking one of the heads, right? You would think, right? Or at least like trying to like push one of the jars <laughs> over because that's what they're good for. <laughs> and then the end. Meow. Ladies and gentlemen. Night of a Thousand Cats. <laughs> a laser leasing six presentation, as it says right. at the end. <gasps> Babe. Steve. Would you recommend a Night of a Thousand Cats? Oh, 1,000%. <laughs> of course you would. Yes. A percent for every cat. <laughs> That's 62%. No. It, all right. If you like low budget, like 70s B movies, this is perfection. Really this is, is exactly what it is. Also, it's starring Hugo Stieglitz. Hugo Stieglitz. <laughs> Steve, would you recommend this movie? Yeah, why not? It's like sixty-two minutes long, or something yeah, like that. It's not even like half of life. it's guys flying around a helicopter over Acapulco and doing the quietest stalking ever. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, I'd say check it Get out. Cats thrown it at screens. Yeah, recommendation: you can rent it for two bucks for a week, or you can buy it for five on Amazon. Woo! You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. What? And when we come back, <gasps> we have more beer. We do? Fun facts. <gasps> and what we learned from the Night of a Thousand Cats. Should I start now? There might be something wrong with that title. <laughs> <laughs> We're happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! 
Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? Every month we hold a special double feature with a very interesting theme thought up by your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Wegelin. We discuss giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gone awry, aliens coming to Earth, cryptids, and anything in between. So join us at the sci-fi double feature drive-in podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. And don't forget to stop by our snack bar first. Hey everybody, this is Nerd Bomber here, one of the co-hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Our weekly podcast started as a way for three friends to keep in touch and discuss their passion for movies, gaming, technology, and entertainment. And since then, we've grown into a fantastic online community. Every Wednesday, we release a new episode discussing the latest nerdy news, and then we go hands-on with our weekly adventures and a fun trivia show. Sound interesting? Check us out on every podcast platform, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or hit us up at OnlineWarriorsPodcast.com. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcast you can also find us hanging out on twitter facebook instagram pinterest and at nerdybitches.com talk to you soon and we're back oh my god steve those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding meow she said it (laughs) (laughs) they get better every week indeed after watching all those cats i'm ready to hack up a hairball do you need a little beverage to help lube yourself yes From Utah Brewing, Utah Ogden Brewing Company, we have the Jean-Paul J.P. Porter. I'm going to guess it's 4% alcohol by volume. Probably. Yeah, that's us say 4%. I particularly enjoyed this because when I was a kid, my dad had a friend who was a Jean-Pierre. And he was like, you can call me Jean, you can call me Pierre, you can call me Jean-Pierre, you can call me J.P. <laughs> that was how he would always you introduce himself. You can call me Ray, and you can call me Jay. Uh, it was funny for about five minutes. <laughs> right, I'm gonna pop my tab. Oh, Ooh. my tab. Nice. Ooh. I'm guessing it's our elevation. Everything foams on me anymore. Or it's just really happy to see me. Must be. And the pour. Yeah, nice. it's a nice dark brown beer. It's got a nice dark khaki colored head. 
Ooh, lots of chocolatey aroma on that. Ooh, and I also like the uh, picture on this can of the uh, Ogden skyline with the sign and everything. That's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. City of Ogden. City of Ogden. <laughs> Turtle power. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Nice roasty chocolatey notes on the aroma here. Steve's got in for the sip. Yeah. It's a nice, uh, nice roasty. Um, yeah. yeah, it's not terribly sweet. It's a little bit on the dry side, but yeah, yeah. yeah. good, well balanced porter. I really enjoy this beer. I'm hoping you yeah, found it here on the bo- uh, can. Four percent. There we go. Alcohol by volume. Four percent alcohol by volume. <laughs> <laughs> so, babe, Steve, would you be interested in some fun facts? Super fun facts because they're fun, <gasps> fun facts. Oh my god, he said it. Yes, I would. Well, I would be too, but I couldn't find much on this movie. I'm not going to lie. What I did find, though, yes. is the Rotten Tomato score. <gasps> what is the Rotten Tomato score on this movie, Steve? Well, they don't have a critics one, so what do you think the audience score on this movie is? Oh, if it is below 60, I am going to be disappointed. Well, prepare for disappointment. It is 38%. Aw, come on, guys. What did you expect? A thousand cats is what I'm guessing. And maybe nighttime. <laughs> maybe a nighttime, not over the course of like two weeks or something with a couple flashbacks. No, no. This was a night where the cats went crazy. The nights cats went insane. <laughs> yeah. You know, the sequel to Dogs that we all wanted. Yes. <laughs> Although this would have been before Dogs. So, <gasps> so this is the prequel. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, that's really the only fun facts I have on this movie. Mm. Yeah, sorry, guys. Um, oh, wait, the biggest fun fact of all, starring Hugo Stieglitz. Hugo Stieglitz. So, babe. Steve. What did we learn from The Night of a Thousand Cats? Well, I learned that very little of it happens at night, and... Well, there are a lot of cats. There are not a thousand cats. (laughs) I learned that uh, saying someone is as faithful as a cat is about the greatest backhanded compliment you can give somebody. (laughs) What an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I learned the quickest way to a lady's pants is through a helicopter. Yeah. Keeps those mamas coming back. Uh, (laughs) I learned that if you're going to feed a cat, you got to feed it fresh meat. Yeah. And then drown its ass in the pool. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> I learned that uh, the animal cruelty laws aren't what, uh, weren't what they are now. By the way, I'm saying all this while this cat Pickles has its head resting on my forearm. Just he like... does. He is just staring up at Steve. No, his eyes are closed. He oh, is in Nirvana right now. He's just so happy. Well, babe, thank you for letting me know about this ridiculous fucking movie. <laughs> And thank you for listening about it, audience. You're welcome, people. Go watch Night of a Thousand Cats. Again, it's on Amazon for two bucks for a rental, five bucks to own forever. Forever and ever and ever. Babe. Steve. Where can we find some of your amazing art? Ooh, if you head on over to untidyvenus.etsy.com, I have a, a wonderful shop that's Probably going to be having sales until Christmas because why the hell not? Yeah. I got a. I if you like cats, I have all kinds oh, of cat art over there. I've got piles of cats. I've got monsters who love cats. You have nearly a thousand cats on nearly, your website. I may have more cats on my website than they have in this movie. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that's that's not that far fetched. Yeah. Nice. How about you, Steve? 
Well, you know, we're on uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I learned from, from movies. movies. Uh, do yourself a favor. If you like listening to us, tell a friend. Um, and yeah, put us on your favorite podcatcher just so I, when we drop our two episodes a week, it goes right into your queue and you're ready to hear us. Use promo code Stephen Izzy over at all. Oh, Podcoin? <laughs> oh, Podcoin's as dead as these cats, babe. Oh, no! Don't worry, I'm sure it'll be back in some other version. It's like Movie Pass. It's never gonna fucking die, really. Movie Pass is dead, babe. It's still around technically. We are the... We... The two of us are the reason Movie yeah. Pass is dead. Yeah, we're like what Stork did to Podcoin. <laughs> is going to do to Patreon. No, Stork, get off of Patreon. You're going to ruin it for the rest of us. Oh, we're on Patreon too. Check us out. Slash EILF Movies. Yeah. Um, also, also. The Posada Geek. <laughs> yeah, that sellout's on Patreon too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of selling out. Yeah. Uh, we are we now have a brand new sponsor. Well, what? of course we have frankieandmer.com <gasps> if you're looking for the finest and essential oils and aromatherapy, where if you use the code UNTIDY, you get a 15% discount. And what if I want free shipping? Oh, you just have to, all orders over $35 have free shipping. <gasps> yeah, But that's if you use the code UNTIDY at checkout. Yeah. Uh, but we have another sponsor besides them now. What? Uh, babe. Steve. We are going to start having monthly shows. Wait, what? At the Bruvies Theater in Ogden, Utah at 23rd and Grant. God damn it, Steve. You're going to make me wear pants in public, aren't you? I mean, or a dress or something. But yeah, probably pants. You're not a dress girl. Maybe one of those t-shirt dresses. Or t-shirt dresses? I yeah, do yeah. wear those t-shirt dresses and leggings. Then I wouldn't actually have to wear pants. Yeah, so there you go. But yeah, we're going to have monthly shows. Uh, details are going to be coming up soon. So yeah. if you're in oh, the and you'll, you'll notice the name is Bruvies. Oh, yeah. That means you can have beer and movies. That's right. We'll have the uh, everything I learned from movies once a month. Um, But yeah, we're still trying to figure out the details of the owners, but they're super excited about it. I'm super excited about it. See if I'm going to get drunk in public and talk about movies. And you can see us in the flesh. Yeah. And uh, here's the thing. You'll be able to smell us. I think most of the movies we're going to be showing are going to be free. Yeah, plus you gotta hang out with us. It's a fucking yeah. win-win. So you spend all your money on beer. Yeah. So if you're along the Wasatch Front, come on down to Brewies in Ogden. We'll give you the details. Uh, again, check us out on Twitter. Hell, flights into Salt Lake are, are cheap. Yeah. Come fly in and check us out. Yeah. Yeah. So until Talking next- to you, Brendan. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Get your passport. And, uh... <laughs> all right, well, until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Missy. And this is... Everything, Everything I, I learned, learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.